The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. Referee puts a whistle to his lips and brings to an end a nightmare four days for Wrexham. The final score, Stockport County 5, Wrexham 2. And if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong. Half the Wrexham team standing with their hands on their knees, looking at the ground in upset. They certainly did better than against Accrington today. But for the second game in a row, they've let in five goals. Even before the game began, you could see that things were going wrong. When Mike Ingham was taken ill after warming up before the match, Wrexham had to put Michael Jones in goal. And as a sub-keeper, fortuitously, a 17-year-old Irish youngster, Vinnie Whelan, who was playing at Berry for the Wrexham's youth team this morning, they lost 3-1 was at the grounds because he's flying home to Dublin tonight from Manchester Airport and as it's so close to the grounds he was going to come along and watch the match before catching his flight and so he found himself on the bench for Exxon even before the match there was disruption four changes from the side which lost 5-0 embarrassingly at Accrington and they started quite brightly Mark Jones went desperately close to the shot from the edge of the area which went past the right post by a whisker in the first minute but as the half wore on, Stockport took control. Glenn Murray had a header, a towering header from 10 yards out, which hit the top of the right post and bounced clear. But in the 23rd minute, things started to go wrong. Gareth Evans making his league debut, conceded a penalty for the sliding tackle on Lafonge. I've got to say Lafonge showed throughout the match a capacity for hitting the ground theatrically. And for me, I thought he did then. I uh, wasn't too sure that that was uh, a penalty in all honesty, but it was given. And Robinson stepped up and lashed the ball into the roof of the net from the penalty spot. Jones had no chance. Within a minute, though, it just felt like Accrington all over again because a nightmare unfolded in the box. Valentine hitting a bad back pass. He blasted it at Michael Jones from 25 yards out. Jones tried to take it on the chest. It came off his chest too far, and Lafon dispossessed him, went round him, and walked it into an empty net. Wrexham were absolutely reeling. Briggs hit a terrific 25-yard shot, which went just over and stop it well on top when Ryan Valentine had to go off injured as well banged his head with Malcolm after making a terrifically brave header to save a goal six yards out Rick looked like Wrexham were in real trouble and in the 42nd minute when Malcolm burst clear it looked like he would put a cap on it but his powerful shot was terrifically saved by Michael Jones it could have been a turning point in the match because in the 43rd minute almost straight away Danny Williams who seconds earlier had been frustrated he'd been lined up for a shot and Llewellyn had got in his way took his frustration out on the ball moments later smashing a fabulous shot in from 25 yards to the top right corner to give Wrexham hope 2-1 down at half time although it could have been 3-1 Lafonge getting round Michael Jones from a set piece and lashing a shot from an impossible angle across the face of goal the second half well Wrexham came out having switched to 4-3-3 trying to throw everything at Stockport but in the 53rd minute they let in another sloppy goal it was a corner unnecessarily conceded by Gareth Evans after he'd let the ball bounce on the edge of the area the ball was swung in too far Danny Williams was the last man at the far post maybe didn't get a shout he unnecessarily stretched and hit an ineffectual header back out to Briggs on the edge of the box he crossed the far post it was put back into the goal mouth by, Gar- by, Gar- um, by Murray 
and Lafond from a yard out hit a spectacular overhead kick to restore Stockport's two-goal lead. Wrexham responded well to that, to be fair. They had the majority of possession in the second half. They had the moments of hope when Mark Jones showed some terrific skill to beat three men on the right-hand side. He pulled it back, and Matt Crowell from 12 yards out, side to side foot it inside the left post, and it was saved well by Reddy low down to his right. The rebound just going beyond Llewellyn, who would have had an open goal tapping. And they did pull themselves back in in the 61st minute. It was a throw-in from the left-hand side by Mike Williams, deflected into the goal mouth by a defender, and Danny Williams, believe it or not, getting ahead of his man like a true striker managed to toe poke it in with his right foot across the keeper and then his second goal the first time he scored two goals in the match and soon he was looking for the hat-trick when he hits a shot from the edge of the area which is just after his deflected just barely wide of Reed's left post and the keeper scrambling to it and the corner provoked a scramble in the goal which Stockport's managed to get away another scramble that was a feature of the game Stockport defending deep with two banks of four and Wrexham having a lot of possession in the second half but unable Reed to break them down Another scramble ensued and Mark Jones got the ball on the edge of the area and he smashed a powerful shot which looked destined for the bottom right corner but it was blocked six yards out by Reigns and Wrexham also had a loud shout for the penalty. Ashley Williams seeming to run across Mike Williams as he ran into the box. As Wrexham threw caution to the window, Stockport started to break uh, with some danger. Lafonge hits a terrific shot on the turn from a tight angle which brilliantly palmed over by Michael Jones. Robinson hit a screamer from 25 yards which went a whistle over and Mike Williams had a chance on the break to get something back Llewellyn has a great crossfield ball it ended up being Wrexham's last hope of coming back into the match but Ashley Williams did ever so well to tackle him maybe Mike Williams should have hit it first time but instead he dwelled too long five minutes left it was 3-2 and Wrexham was still fighting to get back into it but that was when Lafond came into his own great play by Bramble breaking because Wrexham left themselves undermanned at the back chasing the equaliser Bramble raced through and set up Lafond and Lafond just to keep it to beat sharply finished putting it inside the left post to finish off his hat-trick and two minutes later it really was Accrington again Wrexham's head may be dropped, having gone 4-2 down. It was just a simple long ball over the top. Flicked on harmlessly. The whole defence froze. Lafonde was totally clear on goal and came tearing clear. Slotted it past Michael Jones. Lafonde had four goals. Stockport 5-2 up. There was still one more thing to report, though, because immediately after the game, after that goal, came furious reactions from the Wrexham fans. The keeper on loan from Everton, John Reddy, obviously had said something to the Wrexham fans. And, well, it's a long time since I've seen such a livid response. Bottles thrown on the pitch, some bottles, I'm afraid, thrown during the match as well. And no matter what provocation, that really isn't uh, justified and can end up with the club getting into trouble, of course. And the fans trying to knock down their advertising on to get at Reddy. And the referee had to come on, talk to the fourth official. He warned Reddy for something. Well, the fourth official knew what had happened. Maybe Reddy was lucky not to get a punishment. After the match, Mike Ingham confronted Reddy on outside the tunnel and was wagging his finger at him, lecturing him, saying, well, whatever you did, cut it out. It's not professional. Sadly, and for Wrexham, even though they threw everything at Stockport, they still couldn't show the same levels of professionalism themselves as they had so far in the season. And it all pieced out horribly. For the second time in a week, Wrexham have conceded five goals. Final score, Stockport 5, Wrexham 2. Another disaster for Wrexham, and it led to a lengthy dissection of the problem by Dennis Smith. Dennis, suppose it goes without saying, that isn't the kind of reaction you were expecting. No, I think we've just carried on. Um, you know, things went wrong straight away with Mike Ingham going downhill before the game. Uh, so we were extremely young, the back five, and then the best defender, although we were still two, we were two down by then, gets carried off, and Ryan Valentine, so... Uh, but again, the, the goals are farcical, to be honest. I mean, uh, we've let four goals in up till Wednesday night. Now we've let ten in in two games against the two bottom teams in the league. 
uh, you've got to wonder what's going on. If I was a fan, I'd be thinking, what the hell's happening? And to be perfectly honest, uh, I'd like to know as well. If they can find out, can they let me know? How do you explain it? Because you had a great start to the season, unbeaten, and it all seems to be folding when things go against you. Well, it's early yet. It's early yet in the season. Don't get carried away. Uh, I've never had this situation before. But I have lost some important players. Dennis Lawrence went. That was fine as long as I got Pedgick. Pedgick's gone. The goalkeeper's gone, and everybody might be... I'm happy about that, but my goalkeeper went out. Um, Lee Roach is not fit. The major plus has been Neil Roberts holding the ball up so we can get it down and go and play, and that keeps pressure off the defenders. And uh, he's been missing, if you might have noticed, the last couple of games. I thought, you know, nothing stuck up front, came back far too easily, and, yeah, we were forever defending, or trying to. We didn't do particularly well. Um, We seemed to... There seems to be a lack of confidence. I've got to look and see why. Um, I mean, young Gaz Evans uh, played today, and I released him in the summer. And I got a, yeah, and he's, yeah, yeah, I thought, well, okay, we, we've got some money. He's a nice kid. We, yeah, he's got a, perhaps got a future in two or three years' time. And he's had to go out there today, and it's cost us the, uh, the first goal. And okay, I'm picking him, but I'm looking and thinking, I haven't got a great deal. Else, you know, and so obviously, you know, my squad's got to be strengthened. Um, how I'm going to do that, I don't know. Um, I always knew I was going to have problems up front if one of the front players got injured, um, and that was always going to be a problem. And we've been looking to solve that for a bit, and we haven't been able to. And uh, now it looks as though Stevie Evans, who's been magnificent, looks as though he's, somebody's t- chopped his legs off. Yeah, and yeah, we, we've got problems. Uh, yeah, there, there was. Well, yeah, four teenagers playing, you know, and, and it showed. Do you feel you have to inject some pace into the side somewhere? Well, yeah, yeah we know that you know, we're, we're lacking. You know, Matty Dome gives us that, Mark Jones when he's playing wide. I've got uh, Josh Johnson, but he's not ready yet. I mean, he, yeah, we wouldn't have suited him today, and uh, the way things changed, I, I was I was hoping to bring him on at some stage, but the, you know, the injury to Ryan... You know, the decisions were made for me to a certain extent. We changed the shape, tried something different, and it got us back in it. And then we give a stupid third one away. I mean, the ball's going out of play. If anybody's just got a shout and Danny lets it go, and they money one another for a bad corner. But we don't. We keep it in play, and they score off it and make it 3-1. You know, it, th- those sort of mistakes should not be happening. But it's, I, I've got to try and get to the bottom of it, find out why. Uh, and perhaps need to become a sports psychologist to, to sort it out. But it, it's, you know, it's not a situation I'm happy with. It's, it's not uh, something that I will sit back on. It was something that I will attack. But unfortunately, at the moment, I can't play. So, um, yeah, when I'm looking. And you know, we've, we've got major, major problems. In two games from a week ago, exactly a week ago, everybody was telling us we were the best team in the league. Yeah. You know, all at once, within a week, we're being told we're the worst team in the league and we're looking at it. But is it to be expected you'll be disjointed? If injuries sure, get rid of your best players, that the play and the shouting and the organisation isn't always going to be there? But it's got to be. You know, if we're going to win anything, you've got to. You can't just say, well, we've got injuries, so that's it. You know, we're going to get beat. You know, you've got to go out and, and, and organise something. Now we had you know, a couple of days from Wednesday to try and sort something out. Um, we did some work on defending. It obviously didn't work. But, yeah, the, the first goal... Yeah, we've got comfortable possession. Mm. The lad gives it away, and then yeah, 
you don't, you don't bring people down in the box. You're lucky to stay on the field. As a kid, he'll learn. Uh, hopefully, he'll get better. Second one, I mean, it's an awful ball to have to control, but he still didn't. You know, he's got to make a better decision from a bad pass from Ryan. He's got to make a better decision, put it out for a corner or something. So, yeah, but you've got two kids who we think are going to be decent players, but yeah, we're back to the kids, and you're 2 0 down then all at once, and you, but we come, get ourselves back in it. In the second half, we started quite well, but then we give a stupid third one away, put you under again. So, you get another one back in it, and then you give sort of the silly goal away, I think. Yeah. What is the first thing you do when you when, when you sit them down here the next? Because they look shell shocked at the end. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. We sit down. We talk to them. Tell them you know what they're doing wrong and what they're doing right. I'm not a rant and a raver. If people want to rant and raver, they'll have to go and get somebody else. Uh, we explain the problems. Uh, we explain what where we think they're going wrong. They have their opinion and put it right. And hopefully we will put it right. If we don't, then you know then we've got problems within the club and we've got we've got to change the personnel. And whether that's from the top or the bottom, whichever way it does it, you know, we, we've got to see what we can do. The club has got to go forward this season. And it was on the right tracks. It's come off the rails. We've got to put it back on very quickly. But there's no panic yet? I don't panic. I never will do. There's no point. If panicking helped, I would. But it doesn't. So what you have to do is think. And then you, you, you try and make sure you make good decisions by bringing people in. But after you've just got beaten five twice, then it makes it even harder. Right? So let me say, last week I, I tried to get a lad in, and there was 22 clubs after him. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going to be at the top of that list. So, you know, but if you're going to have decent players coming in, then, you know, I mean, I could have done with their two subs, Bramble and, yeah. and Proudlock, up front for us today. You know, yeah, because we, we hadn't got anything of that, that, that standing, and they got them on the bench. So that gives us, you know, and they're bottom of the league. Just one point at the end, I suppose it didn't help what their keeper did to the Wrexham fans in the end, which caused problems. I didn't see what he did. He obviously did something which which upset, upset them. Uh, I can understand why the fans are upset, but we, we've got to control our emotions at times, and it's difficult within football. I'm trying to control mine at the moment, and I think that, you know, they... But I, I feel terribly sorry for our fans. They've been magnificent twice travelling away this week. And, you know, I can understand them being absolutely devastated and they've got every right to be and wondering what the hell's going on and you know we will try to explain it to them we'll try and put it right and if it doesn't then we'll have to change things Dennis thanks Dennis the injury situation receiving 10 goals I mean the last team you want is the team that's top of the championship I imagine yeah, yeah but you know you get injuries and you know it's just getting too many obviously in important positions I was always I was comfortable at centre back until Dennis went mm. And if I can play Mike in there, I'm still all right. But I needed Mike at left back. Mm. So, you know, you, you can only spread so many people. You know, I had six injuries, then goalkeeper went down, that's seven, and then my best defender goes off, that's eight. Is it concussion with Ryan, Dennis? Concussion. So even, yeah. Have you got any money to, to use? I, mean, I, know I haven't got money as no. such. I've got a, a little bit of money in, in my budget, for which yeah. I was hoping to keep dry, because I was hoping to sign Ugarty, because I need, think I need a goal yeah, scorer. Right. But you know, I might have to use it. Uh, yeah. But I've got to find the right people. And uh, If somebody can show me the supermarket where you just go and pick one off the, off the shelves, then I'll go. But it isn't. You know, there, there is a, there's a lot of games to watch, pick up, discuss, you go in, player doesn't want to come, his agent mm. wants to take him somewhere else, mm. yeah, the club don't want to... Yeah. 
and then one day the door opens and you get the right one. You've you you got some money for Dennis Lawrence. Obviously, you went to Swansea. Were you sorry to see him go? Because he's such of course, an extremist yeah. footballer, isn't he? I it? mean, it, I've, I've got Stevie Evans, who I brought out in the yeah. league, who's been he's super. He's a good player. Yeah. But, he, but he, yeah, he needed that experience alongside yeah. him. Yeah. But I put Pedgick in, and Pedgick up yeah. till the other night has been, has been absolutely super. Yeah. But he's got injured. Now, all at once, I'm looking round. I can put Mike Williams in there, but then who am I going to play at left back? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the, the lad Gaz Evans. Uh, and yeah, I yeah, think the lad's yeah. done quite well in the reserves. I think I'm thinking, stick him in. But then you know, I put Mark Williams in uh, up front. And yeah, the lad looked overawed, which you, you know, you've seen him play for Wales under mm. 21, which is a different type of game. Mm. And he can play, mm. but the ball's down there a lot more. It's a different game. Mm. Here, you've got to be physical. I suppose there's a danger, but you know, with a keeper and whatever, a mauling like that, that a young career can be ruined if you come to, you know. Would you say? Well, no, I think that you know, the young keeper hasn't done himself any favours today. No, no. But he was told at five to two was he? he was playing. Mm. Um, I didn't know what time did I find you, because yeah, right. we we happen to have the youth team keeper here. Mm. And I'm searching around to check that he, I could stick him on the bench, whether he was registered or not. Yeah, really? That was five to two. So, mm. yeah, so it was late for the lad to know. Uh, yeah. He is a decent young keeper, but goalkeepers, centre-backs usually come into their own in the mid-20s. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing him at 18. Were you sorry to see Dennis Lawrence go, Dennis? Because, I mean, he was a bit of a fixture at Wrexham. De- De- Dennis did extremely well for him. Dennis wanted to go. Did he? Oh. Yeah, it, it's in writing. He was determined to leave. When he gets to that stage, then you have to yeah. thank him and say, oh, great. Yeah. As it happens, he's been injured anyway, so it not make any difference. Yeah. Oh, is, would you assume that Ryan Valentine is going to miss the Birmingham game? I have no idea. I would imagine with concussion that it'd be, it'd be doubtful. Um... But you know, I haven't had a chance to assess what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do yet. After the match, John Newby expressed the team's frustration. It's a, another unpleasant experience for everyone, wasn't it? No, it's uh, it's been a disastrous uh, few days. I don't think we can, you know, we can't look at it any other way. Uh, conceding ten goals in two games is, you know, beyond anyone's wildest dreams, and uh, we've got to turn it around uh, as quickly as possible. And it's, it's hard to understand how two played so well on Saturday. No, up, up until yeah, Wednesday, you know really. it's uh, it's ridiculous. You know after after beating the, the top of the table team, uh, and to be fair, we beat them quite convincingly with, with good performances all round. With you know for all the way through, we've we've just not performed in the last two you know two games, and um, you know we've got no excuses. We've just got to hold our hands up and say that you know we've not been good enough. Strange for you as well because you, you got a chance last Saturday. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed obviously enjoyed the Swindon game as everybody did, um, and I thought then that you know hopefully it was the start of something start of something good for me. Um, but in the last two games, you know, it, it, you know it's not it's I, it's not just me. It's you know the entire team we're, we're not functioning, um, and I'm sure the manager will look to put that right as soon as he can. Yeah, I've got another month. Um, you know, I'm not sure how, how permanent it's going to be. Obviously, I'd like to stay here, but unless uh, unless our results and our performances pick up, then uh, you know it's uh, it's going to be tough. Um, but you know, there's there's no hiding places. We we can't go into the next game, you know, dwelling on what's what's gone on in the last week. Um, we've just got to get on with things and, and you know rise above everything that, that, that all the criticism we're going to get and um, and just get on with our job.
it's maybe no surprise you've got Wrexham's eye because you always seem to score against Wrexham in the past. Yeah, I've always, I've always uh, done quite well against Wrexham. We've always been kind of lucky team. Whatever team I've been playing for, whether it's been, you know, I remember scoring for Sheffield United reserves at, at the race course and obviously I've scored a few for Berry and yeah, I've always done well against them. Um, hopefully I can do well for them now. But unfortunately, to be, it's, you know, that's not been the case in the last two games. An odd side story from the match, of course, was Vinnie Whelan being on the bench. And here's the story from the horse's mouth. First thing I've got to ask is, talk me through your day. It's been quite a strange one. Well, it's one of my usual Saturdays. So it's just on my way. I went to the Berry game and then next of all, I had to come here because I'm going home today. So big boy Carey's going to take me to the airport now. And then I came up and next of all, I was just sitting in there, just sitting in the change room with the boys. And then the gaffer comes in and goes, um, have you got your gear with you? And I go, yeah. He goes, you might be getting togged down. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's great. Like, I didn't think any more of it. I thought it might be all right. And then it just turned out to be that I had to get togged out. So I was pretty chuffed with myself. It was a good experience. Was, that's basically it. So when we got up here, I didn't know nothing about it. I was just expecting to come and watch the game and the next of all, sitting in the dugouts with my name on the team sheet. So. How does it feel being on the bench? You know, do you have to get yeah. nervous? Or you're yeah, I was, nervous. I was nervous in the warm-up. Like, I, some of my kicking was going a bit astray. It was with carrots, like, when I was warming them up. But other than that, just sitting on the bench, I was like, oh, hopefully I would I'd like to get a call. But then again, like, maybe I wouldn't. I noticed Harris is after the scramble about, about 10 minutes, he's holding his knee, and I wondered if yeah. he had come, to be honest. Yeah, no, I was, well, I was looking at that, and I was wondering to myself maybe that I would get a chance. And then I'm just saying maybe one day I will get me a chance, and hopefully I will. So this has been a great experience for me, I have to say, myself so far. And I've got to ask you, how did the goal this morning get very? Yeah, we lost 3-1. <laughs> um, Peno, last few minutes of the first half, and then... Two sloppy goals, so it wasn't a good day for the for Wrexham at all. So that's a, that's basically how my day went. So another nightmare for Wrexham. Four awful days, which have turned their season on their head. I've been Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham Supporters Association's. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast.